You can save every day by shopping at Whole Foods Market. Seriously, don't just go for the big sales. Walk the store and see the savings for yourself. In the seafood department, look for the yellow low price sign on Whole Foods Market Responsibly Farm Salmon. This fish is perfect for the grill. Buttery, fatty, yet lean, nice thick fillets. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it, and I know I can get it at a great price. There's so many ways to save at Whole Foods Market. Now you know. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. Grammar Girl here. I'm Mignon Fogarty, and this week I have a quick and dirty tip about the word congratulations. A meaty middle about food names that have country names in them. And finally, a tidbit about tall poppy syndrome. A couple of weeks ago on the Grammar Girl Facebook page, people were talking about the difference between graduated college and graduated from college, something we've talked about here on the podcast before. And a reader named Loriano commented that it bugs her when people write congratulations with a D on graduation cards instead of congratulations spelled properly with a T. Obviously, it's a play on the word graduate, which has a D. But it made me wonder about the roots of the two words. Are they related? Congratulations comes from Latin. The gratulations part comes from gratulari, which means to give thanks or express joy. And when you add the con part to the beginning, you get the full Latin meaning, which is to wish joy. Gratulari comes from the Latin word gratus, which also gives us the words grace and gratitude. So those three words, congratulations, grace, and gratitude, are all related. Graduate, on the other hand, comes from a different Latin word, graduatus, which means to take a degree. Through Latin, the word graduate is also related to the word grade. It's just a coincidence that graduate and congratulate sound the same in the middle. And that was your quick and dirty tip. It may be cute to spell congratulations with a D for graduates, but the word is properly spelled with a T, and the words congratulate and graduate aren't related to each other. They just happen to sound similar. Before we get to the meaty middle about food names, even some meat dishes actually, I'm excited to announce that Grammar Girl was just nominated for Best Ideas in Education podcast in the Academy of Podcasters Awards. I don't need you to vote or anything like that. It's an industry award, and I'm just honored to be included. And that always makes me grateful for all of you who listen and subscribe and tell your friends and write reviews, and also for the advertisers who make this show possible, and the writers who you hear named every week, and my producer, Kaylin West, and my assistant, Ashley Dodge, and Kathy Doyle and Tracy Lom at Quick and Dirty Tips, who work on Grammar Girl every week. Thank you, one and all. And now on to food. One of our readers, Chris G., wrote that she loved our episode on German chocolate cake and how it isn't really German. And now she's wondering whether other foods with a regional name really come from that region. So let's find out. In short, it varies. 
Some food names are accurate. Brie cheese really comes from Brie, France. And other names are nonsensical. The Jerusalem artichoke isn't from Jerusalem, and it's not even an artichoke. It is edible, but it's from North America, and its roots look more like potatoes than artichokes. Here's the scoop on a few other regional food names. First, there are the realists. These food names truly show where the food originated. For example, California rolls, an American version of sushi. They really were invented in California. Dijon mustard does hail from Dijon, France. And Lebanon bologna is a specialty of the Pennsylvania Dutch near Lebanon, Pennsylvania. Second, there are the posers. These food names bear little relation to their origin. Danishes, for example, did not start in Denmark. In fact, they were first made in France about 350 years ago. An apprentice baker was making pastries and forgot to add the butter. When he saw his mistake, he folded lumps of butter into the already mixed dough. He hoped no one would notice. But what people did notice was the extra light dough that came from this accidental recipe. The new treat was carried to Italy, then Austria, and then Denmark. Danish bakers then brought it to the rest of the world, along with their country name. And don't get us started on French fries. These everyday treats are not remotely French. Their name comes from the way they're cut. Slicing food into long, thin strips is called Frenching, as in French fries or French-cut green beans. Why is the F in French often capitalized, even though it doesn't represent the proper name of a country? You can probably blame misunderstandings or perhaps spell checkers. They mark lowercase French as a typo, regardless of the context. Swiss steak is another food with a fake name. This dish, smothered with onions and tomatoes, doesn't exist in Switzerland. The name probably comes from an English term, Swissing, which means smoothing out cloth between a set of rollers. Swiss steak is usually made from tough meat like beef round. And to make it easier to chew, it's pounded with a hammer or sliced by sharp rollers. In other words, it's Swissed, like the cloth. Third, there are foods whose names could be accurate or could be misleading. For example, Darjeeling tea. Technically, Darjeeling tea refers only to tea that's grown and produced in Darjeeling, India, a hill town in the Himalayas. However, this tea isn't native to Darjeeling. It was brought there from China in 1841 by an English civil servant, and he likely smuggled it in. So is this tea's moniker a mistake? It's hard to say. Then there's key lime pie. These tangy pies made with condensed milk were first whipped up in the Florida Keys in the 1850s. Bakers used juice from limes grown on the Keys. Today, however, almost all limes grown in America are Tahitian limes. Key lime pies are usually made with these. So should we still be calling this dessert key lime pie? Maybe we should try Tahiti lime pie instead. Finally, there's veal parmesan. This dish of breaded veal topped with tomato sauce is popular in Italian-American restaurants. The name likely comes from Parmesan cheese, a hard cheese originally made in Parma, Italy. However, there's no dish like veal parmesan served in Parma. 
Even worse, veal parmesan is usually topped with mozzarella cheese. So maybe we should start calling this dish veal mozzarella. In summary, some food names that include a region do come from that region, but others don't. That segment was written by Samantha Anslin, who runs Dragonfly Editorial. You can find her at dragonflyeditorial.com or on Twitter as dragonflyedit. Before we get to the tidbit about tall poppy syndrome, I want to tell you about our sponsor, audible.com. And now onto the tall poppy tidbit. First things first, tall poppy syndrome isn't contagious. It's not even a disease. It's an Australian expression that refers to a tendency to discredit famous or successful people. The term cropped up last week in popular media when Australian actress Rebel Wilson of the movie Pitch Perfect 2 was accused of lying about her age, claiming to be 29 instead of 36. This story appeared in an Australian tabloid, which quoted an unnamed source decrying Wilson's vivid imagination. After the story was picked up by several sites, Wilson went to Twitter to post a response. She wrote, OMG, I'm actually a hundred-year-old mermaid formerly known as C.C. Chalice. Thanks, shady Australian press, for your tall poppy syndrome. Wilson didn't deny the rumor in her tweet, and she was later confirmed to be 35. But she did criticize the Australian press for repeating the rumor and therefore practicing tall poppy syndrome. That is, cutting her, a tall poppy, down to the level of everyone else. The term tall poppy dates back more than a century. The Dublin Review, published in 1860, used the term to describe individual achievement being sacrificed to promote social equality. Referring to the political climate in France, the author writes, quote, It was not the intention of their legislature merely to cut down every tall poppy, but to reduce every flower in the garden to the same proportions, unquote. The Oxford Dictionary of English Idioms tells us that the term may date farther back, much farther back. According to the dictionary, Tarquin, the king of Rome in the 6th century, supposedly struck off the heads of poppies as a gruesomely graphic demonstration of the way in which the important men of a captured city should be treated. Ouch. Rebel Wilson didn't want anyone's heads chopped off. She probably did want to be spared public shaming just because she's famous. And that's your tidbit for today. Tall poppy syndrome is the tendency to criticize prominent or successful people. That piece was also written by Samantha Enslin of Dragonfly Editorial. And seriously, hire her. She's wonderful. Dragonflyeditorial.com I'm Mignon Fogarty, better known as Grammar Girl. You can find me and hundreds of other Grammar Girl articles and podcasts at quickanddirtytips.com. That's all. Thanks for listening. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help Dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power Dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything Dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.